0: Welcome everybody to the Robert John and the Rec podcast. We are a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California, that travels the world, eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting
1: faces. I'm Steve. Hey, we can't tell who you're pointing oh. to you now. It's <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just gonna start. I'm Andrew.
0: <laughs> I'm Robert. I'm. <laughs> okay. I'm Henry. <laughs> And I'm Warren. Yay! And we're uh, we're trying to <laughs> yeah. try to do this thing through uh, through Google Hangouts tonight. So oh, welcome man. to uh, <laughs> welcome to the learning curve, everybody. It's
1: great. Cheers to you. Yes. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. And so, for everyone listening, we are not doing what we usually do. We're not in a semicircle at Steve's house altogether talking into microphones. We're now at all of our individual houses
2: talking, talking through Hangouts
1: <laughs> so we can see, uh, our faces. And when someone else talks, I could see their face. Does someone yeah, else the, talk
3: the other interesting thing is the screen switching is done automatically. So, uh, we are not picking who whose face is shown. It is actually the system that is doing that, which makes it a little bit more interesting.
4: Yeah, uh, because like if I started talking and interrupt you, then my, my face is on the screen.
2: <laughs> and then I just went and that would
4: Exactly. Whoa. It's wild.
1: It's crazy the interesting to thing, too, is that everyone's looking at their own individual screen, but they'll never show you. So yeah. everyone sees a different person, up uh, depending on what's going on.
0: Unless you click on yourself, and then... <sighs> and then <laughs> but what have we talked about, Steve? Yeah, Don't yeah, click, click on, yourself. on yourself. I'll click on myself if I want to.
1: <laughs> Anyways, so I think weird. there's no way we can not talk about this past week being about coronavirus, because I feel yeah. like from... Monday oh, yeah. of last week to Monday of this week, there's been a million changes. Oh, it's so yeah. it's uh, I'll start. Uh, Monday. Uh, what? So Monday was still like, I remember, no, maybe it was more like Sunday and Saturday of last week. But we were still going to try to rehearse. Like things were getting bad and then L.A. was shut down, but Orange County wasn't shut down yet. And then by Saturday and Sunday, we were still talking about rehearsing. And then Monday sort of hit. And I was like, okay, we need to – we still did the podcast, right, last Monday? Yeah, 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 we did.
4: And things were still open in Orange County last Monday. They closed down on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh, by Tuesday, everything was like, no, no one can do anything now. That's what they call non-essential, which is, you know, no bars, no restaurants, no going out, no, you know – no non-essential businesses So uh, that was in LA beforehand They did it to Orange County And now it's in all of California So uh, We tour, sort of took this week To you know uh, Recoup and see How we're going to do things And uh, we're still uh, releasing the new record uh, Coming up here but So yeah, we,
4: are. we have a lot
1: of stuff to do So how about you guys How has it been affecting you guys
3: well, it's been interesting. Uh, today, I heard, was the first day that they closed the beaches in Laguna, what? and I would assume that, yep. that if they closed There's the beaches up. in Laguna, they've closed them other places, and it's funny, because, Robert, I think you had told me, you drove by the beach in Laguna, <clears> and <throat> you would not even know that there was an, a pandemic going on, because there still people out, like, the beaches are packed. I, I saw oh, people yeah. with Instagram stories, like, why is there traffic in Laguna right now? This is crazy.
4: Yeah, on Saturday when I drove up to Steve's, um, not to hang out to do business, by the way, essential mm. work. Six feet apart. Um, yeah, uh, no, it was it was like Saturday was like a packed day. It, you would think it was the middle of summer and everyone was off work and off school, <laughs> and every volleyball court was taken, every basketball court was taken. Oh my it was, God! <laughs> it was there was tons of people on the streets, like it was crazy. And then today they roped up all of main beach. Uh, they closed all hiking trails. Um, they closed parks. They, oh. Like they, they, they hit the shutdown on, on social interaction outside, I guess. Oh, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Now, I don't it know about, I don't know about Newport or Huntington or anything like that, but I haven't seen my, as as the uh, left the
0: house.
2: My, my roommate, um, and, uh, he had, it. my roommate has a, uh, what is he three three-year-old son that, that comes over like half of every week basically and so they wanted to just go to a park or something just to kind of walk around because the kid is young and kind of spastic and apparently he went to like back bay and it was like he couldn't even find a parking spot and it was like packed and this is like or i think it was saturday or it's sunday maybe it might have even been yesterday and it was like packed and like couldn't even find a parking spot, and same thing, he was, like, he tried to go to Fairview Park just so they could, like, walk around a little bit to not be cooped up, and, like, same thing, like, just couldn't find a parking space, like, it was, like, packed.
0: Yeah, just, I, like,
4: I think dude, it's a insane. It's, like, Damn. a cross between um, everyone being ordered to stay home and it being a nice sunny day and people yeah. saying to themselves, well, if we just go out today, we'll be fine. Right. And then, you know, but that's what everyone's thinking, so right. then everyone's there, you know.
2: Yeah, so I, I thought that was pretty crazy when I heard
0: about that. I was like, "What?" Yeah, we, uh, me and uh, me and Henry and uh, Frank Reyna did a. Uh, we were uh, joking around that we were uh, the last band standing. Uh, we played over in uh, in in uh, Newport Beach on uh, on Tuesday uh, before they canceled non-essential uh businesses and stuff and, and uh we played all the way up until the point where they were like, well that was the cops on the phone and uh this order's just passed officially now and uh so we have to we have to shut down.
1: Which was pretty nuts. Man. That was on uh Saint Paddy's Day. Yeah Tuesday it was on Tuesday, right? Yeah. That was right before you guys started playing <clears> they <throat> announced that, right? You guys were already there and set up and ready to play.
0: We played um
2: yeah, we had already we played, played like an like hour, and half, hour and a half, hour and a half. Set.
0: Yeah. yeah, and then we were going to take a break, and they were like, no, nope, we're just, we're done, done. Like, got to call it so we don't
1: get fined. Damn. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And then in the past uh, few days here, they've, because we didn't know really when that was ever going to end. Mm-hmm. So no one gave an expiration date to this. And now they're pushing it to say, like, I don't know. The end of May is when some things are talking about, and oh, then Jesus. quarantine is lasting to mid April or not the end of May, the end of April. Yeah, but for some other regulations, they're going to last until the end of May.
3: Wow, man!
1: But we're not seeing an end to this, you know, in the oh, it's going to be over in a couple of weeks, like everyone's sort of saying. So, yeah, tomorrow will be fine yeah exactly well who knows (laughs) is the answer no one's giving anyone any real details i feel like i watch the news every day to try to get some kind of piece of information and everyone's sort of dancing around the issues and we can't get any real you know solid okay it might look like this and all that means to me is that people really don't know so yeah well (laughs) i think everybody does They just open Pandora's box and, you know, if they don't know how to put it back out because now it's like, okay, now no one's doing anything. Now what do we do (laughs) and how are we going to fix this problem? Because I don't have a lot of faith in people to sort of fix this problem for anyone. I think it's going to be, you know, we're going to be paying for this in the next months, uh, you know, as we start working again and stuff like that. So hopefully it was really worth it. And that we really did curb, you yeah, know, not, uh, not just another gonna... way
0: to, you know, get people in debt. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very elaborate and... plan by the credit card companies, the lizard people. From the toilet paper companies.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Big, Is this a, yeah. From big toilet paper.
3: <laughs> Although I got to say, I did go to the store today and, uh, they were doing the limiting the number of people who can go into the store. And, uh, Going into the store with a very uh, limited number of people was very nice. I was like, oh, this is kind of like relaxing. Like every and everything seemed to be stocked. The only thing, I feel like, like again, you can go to these big Ralphs and stuff, and the, they'll be completely toast, toasted. Uh, like Trader Joe's had stuff, um, and they were p- almost pretty much stocked on everything. I still have not been able to find toilet paper anywhere that is stocked.
0: If you need to borrow some.
3: No, I'm good. I'm good. But I, like, it's interesting. Every store I go to, the paper products are still out. Whereas, yeah. like, yeah. a lot of like the freezer foods or the canned goods have kind of been replenished, and you can tell that like Trader Joe's had boxes everywhere. Like they had stocked up, insane. But
1: so yeah. I got one thing, one uh, uh, like six rolls of uh, paper towels today. And that was pretty amazing because everything <laughs> was gone except one six pack of paper towels so I took what I can get today you found and you I ticket, um, bro uh, it. Amanda when she went shopping this whole time has found one thing in toilet paper and it's like the terrible scratchy rolls and it's just a four pack rolls man you just
0: have to you have to take it and just kind of rub it rub it together a little bit to get the uh, fibers out. It makes it so Steve softer. would know. <laughs> do you use yep. the scratchy toilet paper Steve? Yep. No, no, I'm thinking Cottonelle, and it's very nice. I got and it's I've I've used Amazon. plenty at Steve's
1: house and he has yeah. the good shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's the Sherman, the Sherman uh <laughs> Also oh, uh,
0: if you guys if you do run into uh, uh, needing paper towel or needing toilet paper and can't find any uh, dryer sheets are probably going to be easier to find, <laughs> and even though they're pretty porous. Oh, if you fold them up, they like it be fine. and then your and then your butt'll smell like fresh laundry. So,
3: oh my god! Just a, just a Have you really done that before? You,
0: you just gotta you gotta fold fold it up a couple times so that you know. But they're they're nice and soft and. Uh,
2: oh my god! Your, your,
0: <laughs> your, your you know starfish will thank you.
2: Oh man! Ouch! That sounds really bad. Ouch! Still, this, is, um, this is this is this is off to a good podcast right is, here. Is, uh, <laughs> I've gone to a liquor store by my house and and pretty much every time I've been able to find uh, at least some paper towels and some toilet paper yeah. um in yeah. small in small, you know, like like one or two pack things, but it's better than finding absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah I feel no like the dollar store stores and the
0: convenience stores and and uh liquor stores and stuff are going to be easier to find items like that than if you go to you know, like a Ralph's or a Trader Joe's or a Target or Yeah, exactly. Or whatever. Yeah. So. Crazy times we're living in, gentlemen. Crazy yeah. fucking times. Mm-hmm.
2: It's-
0: all right, you so it
1: makes our, our next Crazy segment that time. we would normally do kind of difficult. So we usually drink some kind of new alcohol together, but because we're not all together, we can't do that. Yeah. So
0: What are you guys drinking gonna- currently?
1: We're just going to talk about what we're each individually (laughs) drinking. So Um, I'll go first. Yeah. I've just been drinking a bunch of bitters water. I really like bitters water. Yeah. I think it tastes really awesome. And I've started to feel sick, so I'm trying to not drink. And bitters water will definitely do it for me.
0: What is a bitters water? Do you think you have coronavirus?
1: Possibly. Who knows? I'm probably just sick, but...
0: What is uh what is your recipe for your bitters water?
1: Uh I put in like 5 to 6 dashes. I go for it. Into a glass. I don't of think water? 1 dash is enough. Never is. So you just I just keep doing it. And yeah. I could see a dent. You know how like people have bitters at their house and like it looks like it just hasn't been touched in 10 years. Yeah. And it's like still full. Mine's, like, starting to show wear from, like, how much I've been using it lately. Right. Nice. nice. So, bitters water in my Duff beer glass that I don't know if it's backwards or not to the camera.
0: No, on, on our ears. coming through standard. Well, I'm uh, doing, doing the same. I'm drinking a quarantini. Um, I'm back on the—it's uh, just... my first one of the day. And the last little bit of uh, <laughs> vodka that I stocked up on at the beginning of the week. So, um, yeah. And this one's orange. I've been going with the uh, raspberry immune plus for the last little bit, but we ran out of that. So now I'm doing the uh, doing the orange emergency
2: and Tito's
0: vodka. A- there you go. Yep. Yeah. What
2: about you, Henry? I actually. I uh, heard Andrew talking about it, so now I'm trying bitters water as well. Uh, and I, I'm digging it so far. What now, does it taste like? I, I've never had bitters water before. It it tastes like a LaCroix or something. kind of tastes like that. It's basically what I would say. Are you using sparkling water or still water? I'm just using regular water. I don't have uh, sparkling water at the moment. I feel like sparkling water would be the way to go. It would be the way to go, but I don't mind this. I'm not I'm not, and and there's a little slice of lemon in here too. So there you go. Because if you put lemon in in your water, uh, apparently it makes it alkaline and it's uh, super good for you. And it is. Same thing with like, I've been drinking a lot of like just boiling water and turning it in a mug with like a bunch of lemon slices. And I read somewhere that that's really good to use as well. Um, It
4: is. Lemon water is good for you.
2: Yeah. So I've been drinking a bunch of lemon water. And, um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's what I'm drinking right now. Lemon water with some bitters in it. What about you, War? I am drinking a Pacifico.
0: Ah, classic. It's not a Corona,
3: not a Modelo, <clears throat> a Pacifico.
0: Very nice. That is one of my favorite I, I know it's hard like, to Mexican lagers, man. Pacifico is really good. It's hard to it's believe. It's funny because I... I, I
3: Sorry, what were you going to say, Robert? No, no, nothing. I was trying. just going
4: to tell you guys what I'm drinking, but obviously you're not done.
3: <laughs> well, I was going to say getting back to the Mexican lager. We can be- get back to what you're drinking too. I feel like as far as like Mexican beer goes, I've never even considered it like a lager. I've yeah, almost yeah. like, you almost put it in its own separate category of like,
1: okay, like that's what
3: that is. Yeah. Like a cerveza. That's a good, yeah. good way to think of it. But not all cerveza so what are, you, like,
0: are lagers, right? Because cerveza just means
4: beer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I yeah. mean, like, if you said, like, a cerveza, your mind goes to Pacifico Modelo Tecate.
1: It's more yeah. like a style yeah. of yeah.
4: lager.
3: Have you guys Made ever had a Mexican Mexico. IPA? No. I have not. I haven't Is either. a thing? No, I don't know. But I was just thinking, like, most beers that I know of are all very light. They're like the Corona Modelo sort of beer. It'd be interesting to find, like, a brewery down there that's like, oh, yeah, we're brewing IPAs.
1: There has to be one group of, like, white dudes who moved down there to, like, make <laughs> IPAs. And they're like, oh, it's a Mexican IPA. But we buy all our Cascade hops from Washington <laughs> yeah. State. Yeah. And we yeah. all went to, like, you know, Arizona University or something. Don't don't ruin my, my dreams. Yeah, because you're expecting, like, an actual Mexican to be running it. But you know that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Did Henry just bail on us? That's the funny part about this, is we can all just like individually bail on each other at any given time.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, Robert, we, what are you drinking?
4: Well, I know it's hard to believe, but I'm drinking a docent beer. Nice. It's one of my favorites. It's a retreat. Nice. And uh, because Docent has uh, really figured it out, and they're doing a bunch of to-go and delivery orders yeah. for Crowler's kegs and um, the cans that they have left. And uh, they're doing really well. They're I mean, I when I went out there to pick up these crawlers, there was like eight people in line, and someone had ordered twenty-four crawlers for themselves. And they're selling kegs. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah. They're 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 figuring it out, and, and, uh, and I think that's what everyone's kind of trying to do right now. delivery fee
0: as well. $4? Four dollars, four dollar delivery fee. Yeah, which is it's awesome. Because like Postmates is like the same price as your food most of the time. Yeah. Well,
2: <laughs> sure, cheers, yeah. Cheers, cheers, everybody. <laughs> cheers, 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 tink, 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 tink. tink clink, clinkity clink. Oh yeah.
0: So, uh, hey Henry, you want to tell yeah. us about uh, about this tune?
2: Yeah. Um, so I I uh, think this was two weeks ago, right when stuff started getting super duper crazy. Um, I was, I was up in L.A., and um, I was at uh, an engineer friend of mine that's that's helping me with uh, some of my songs and I'm putting out on, um, like, an, it's, it's like halfway between an EP and an album, basically. I've been working on it for a long time, and then I had to, like, re-record everything because I lost the whole album uh, when we got our stuff stolen in Barcelona. Yeah. Um, and if you want to hear more about that, you can refer to, I don't know which episode it is, but we talked about we got like everybody got their backpack stolen and in my backpack was my laptop and like all this music that I had worked on and right before we left on that tour uh, it, it was gone so so fast forward to now I'm uh, I'm working with this engineer and I went over there and he's like kind of getting reference tracks together going through this playlist and this awesome funk tune comes on and I'm like looking at who it is and I'm like oh I know the bar case. like I know i totally know about those guys like i've heard their songs before i didn't know they made stuff like this and uh so uh, i guess the bar were chosen by otis redding to be his backing band um and about half the band was on the plane um otis Redding passed away in a plane crash um in december of 1967 about half the band the original band was on it oh, um and they were Damn. backing major artists on Stax records, such as Otis Redding, of course. who they were on tour with. Um, so two of the guys basically reformed the band and kind of turned it into this R&B funk soul, um, you know, lone standing act, basically. And um, yeah, I mean, the the Bar case, to me, I I know them. I mean, I can't I can't really put my finger on. What it is that I know them for, but I have definitely heard their music before, and uh, I know they had a lot of chart success in the 70s. Um, but yeah, he played the song, and I was like, Who is this? And I was like, I did not know the barcade sounded like that. So, what I would like to present uh, is a song that they put out in 1978. And it is called Holy Ghost, and uh, I picked the shorter version of this, but there is a version of this that is eight and a half minutes long, and it's literally just like a gnarly funk jam for like nine minutes, and I think you should check that out if you get a chance, because it's just super good vibing music. Everybody needs good vibes right now. Um, This is an awesome jam. Um, Yeah, that's it, basically. That's all I got to say about it. It's, it was a huge surprise to me, and uh, I hope it impacts you the same way when you hear it.
0: Oh yeah, so here's uh, Holy Ghost uh, from the album Money Talks by The Barqués. <laughs>
2: should uh listen
4: to that and who's the group called
2: the group is called the bar k's bar dash k's k-a-y-s bar k's cool yeah
4: i dug what i heard
2: (laughs) yeah you should uh i'm gonna add it onto my playlist and uh and uh yeah
0: which for all 'all y'all listening uh you can go to the description of this podcast and uh, and check out all the tunes from Henry's history lesson and uh, enjoy it's it's going to be quite the uh, quite the compilation man I'm pumped
2: yeah it's it's uh, it's developing it's becoming a thing pretty pretty uh, pretty stoked on it
0: yeah <coughs> yeah great job
2: thanks yeah.
3: When was that? When did that uh, record come out? What year was that? that, that uh,
2: 78, album? apparently. But it 78? sounds like it came out. Uh, 78, yeah.
1: It's pretty late in the funk game, right?
2: Yeah. Like
3: well, the 80s were right around the corner. Right. Synthesizers were knocking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, so... Well, there is some synths, like, in... The classic funk stuff—that's sort of where, yeah, like the Bernie Worrells and Funkadelic and stuff like that would live. But uh, yeah,
2: totally. You know what I just found out? Um, that song was actually recorded for Stax Records before it collapsed in 1975. So that song yeah, was that makes recorded. More sense. Yeah, I thought I thought so too. Um, yeah, so it was recorded somewhere between 72 and 75 at Stax Studios in Memphis, Tennessee. Ah, yeah. so. The more you know. Nice. But, uh, but yeah, it was released in seventy eight. That
1: was really cool. It's a funky funk jam.
2: Yep. It's a funky funk jam. If you want a really long one, the, there's an eight and a half minute extended disco mix that has a bunch of cool like random <laughs> set stuff in it and it just like the groove does not stop, it just keeps going and like they go you into can't like stop a bunch the of the choruses and just something good to put on in the background to vibe out and get funky.
1: It's one of those disco mixes. It is. It is.
2: It is. It is where they mix. just
1: like didn't want to play, you know, a million songs, so they would just put on one song yeah. for ten minutes and then they can go <laughs> get a drink.
2: Exactly. Yep.
1: I need to get huh. I need to get some no funk, funk albums. You need to get album. some funk albums.
4: Well I've been I I I have a bunch of albums that I had in my closet, so I brought them all out. And I realizing that I'm very uh very uh cornered in my genres because i have a bunch of like stan getz and like cal jader okay,
1: weird like jazz records yeah and
4: i love them and i put them on like the whole day and then like all i have other than that is like you know bob Seeger and neil young and i don't have any i don't have any funk to to separate my jazz from classic rock so i need to get a uh, need to get some funk records because you don't I have the I bob seger to all my record? stan getz records
0: I wish Bob Seger would make a funk record.
1: What is a funk record that Robert should get? Earth, Wind, and Fire. I don't have one. I want one. Oh, yeah. Oh.
2: That's the way the world. Or uh, Warren really likes Earth, Wind, and Fire. What's your favorite Yeah, record? Gratitude. Uh, all in all. Yeah, Gratitude. All in gratitude. all
3: is my favorite Earth, yeah. Wind, and Fire one. I was bumping that on uh, on the last European tour. It was a really good album.
4: Yeah. Well, the past been- times I've been to Cream Tangerine, our buddy's uh, record store, he hasn't had any in stock, so... That's would the
3: also, place I, buy records. I would also. I would also. Brothers Johnson.
2: Oh, yeah, Brothers Johnson's great. Um, and also Parliament, Mothership Connection is a great, uh, great funk record. Anything by the Meters, the first Meters album is super cool. Uh, that Money Talks Barclays record is is really awesome as well.
4: Well, so I have, have thirty bucks up. to Cream Tangerine, so maybe I'll use it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. there you go. Yeah, I found it going through my drawers.
1: Okay. So, I think... (laughs) Through my drawers. (laughs) Our topic for tonight is going to be what to recommend to people. It could be any form of media. I'm looking up uh, what Netflix music documentaries I've been watching in the past few days. But any music or any recommendations that you have that people should be listening to while they're on quarantine. Because people have more free time right now. They're looking for things to do. Just any kind of music related. Or if it's really personal to you. Uh, thing to do that you like. But let's start in the music realm. And then go out from there. So pick one record. One documentary. One anything. TV show. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And so. I'll start because I brought up the topic and give you guys the think Time to think. Uh, there's a documentary on Netflix called Quincy. It's about Quincy Jones. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And just Very good. Uh, Everyone knows Quincy Jones from some part of their life. Like I remember the first time I was introduced to Quincy Jones was uh, in the uh, he did the Austin Powers soundtrack. And uh, when I was a kid and saw Austin Powers, it was like, oh, yeah, you just think of that music. And you're like, oh, Quincy Jones. And then you go back and go, oh, well, Quincy produced Thriller. And he did some Michael Jackson records. And then you keep going back. And it it was like, oh, he was responsible for a lot of the jazz arrangements, even in, like, you know, uh, the Frank Sinatra's era. Quincy arranged a bunch of this stuff. And even before that, you go, he moved to France to... Well, I'm not trying to ruin all of it for you, but, like, (laughs) when he was a kid, moved to France to go study classical composition, like, in a legit way. And this guy's just a nonstop worker. Yeah. And you see how much he loves music and how much he loves people and how much he means to so many people. And it's a a really, really cool documentary. I can't recommend it enough because... In any era of music, Quincy Jones had something to do with your life, whether you know it or not. So, yeah, I, I second that. as a great. Yeah. My recommendation is yeah. Quincy. If you haven't watched it yet, very,
2: very good, very awesome.
4: What about you, Henry? Sorry, I, I figured it's easier um, if, uh,
2: if I just say oh, people's man. names,
4: yeah. then people know I, when to talk. Can
2: I? Can I go next? Because I'm still trying sure. to think about this. Sure, I'll one. go. Um, And I guess this is a little, you know, I haven't
4: finished this documentary. I've only seen half of it um, because I was told by multiple people that I should go watch it. But it's the ZZ Top documentary that's on Netflix right now. And just watching half of it, I've learned more information about ZZ Top than I've ever known. Um, Wow. And that's only half halfway through. And so I can't wait to finish it. but. You know, falling asleep is a is a big thing these days. (laughs) Um, (laughs) True. But uh, so far, um, it's been really good and really interesting, and I feel like I have never seen this much footage of the actual band of ZZ Top, like talking and you know being interviewed. So it's been really cool. Um, So that's my recommendation. If anyone hasn't seen it, or if you have seen it, let us know.
1: I haven't seen it. I heard a bunch of good things. I have I really also just not seen any ZZ Top interviews ever. Yeah. I've barely heard Billy Gibbons say any words. Yeah. and It was on when they're playing on Howard Stern or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's a couple years ago or this year, you know? Yeah. So, and and everyone
4: knows ZZ Top, like whether you know it or not, like everyone knows their songs.
1: Yeah. They like, have a I ton think, of hits. Yeah.
4: That people don't even realize they easy Top. They just think it's some other, you know, bluesy classic rock band. But they yeah, and they talked. were
1: one of the only bands that like were able to transition in the '80s and still have everyone stay fans from you know uh, Tush and then like the the whole next record. What was the mm-hmm. what's the '80s record called again? I'm sorry, my brain's.
2: Uh, I think that's Eliminator. Henry would know.
1: Yeah, I think that's Eliminator. Eliminator um, is it the big blue cover the blue and black cover like yeah
2: and it has like a truck on it I might have my stuff mixed up but that's that should be the one that has like legs and like um is that what you're thinking of
1: yeah I think so yeah
2: it has like legs and like uh, sharp dressed man and stuff yeah yeah that they
1: just completely changed their sound and had everyone go with yeah. them and that was. A tough thing to do, from that 70s to 80s era, because the sounds are so completely different. But, yeah. Yeah, but it so it's it's a great documentary the, so far. It's
2: got the car on it, and it has "Give Me All Your Love" and "Sharp Dressed Man" and Lake, So it's like a massive record. Yeah, There's, like they're three like, big like, songs. Yeah, "Eliminator." All right. What about you, Steve?
0: Uh man, I haven't, I haven't really like streamed or gotten into anything new in a bit. I've been trying to. Create and figure stuff out
1: um what about records or things you could just tell people to go listen to your piano record if you've been working on that's well, <laughs>
0: what i was gonna say i, I yeah I, I have been working on that, that stuff i just put out you should just tell
1: records.
4: the story about that because yeah, yeah. Tell, tell tell people about all the instrumental piano records that you have
0: oh okay because um, no
4: one knows about that
0: yeah yeah so and i, I think it's really cool so i've i've i've, I've been a have uh, been a pianist for many many years and uh As most of you know, but I do uh, 12 years ago, I started doing just um, solo piano music, like just very kind of easy listening motifs and all improvisational. So I'll just sit down, put my phone on timer mode or or like the uh, uh, shot clock or whatever, like you know, to and around five minutes. Between three and a half and five minutes, uh, I'll give myself to just explore some motifs um, and just improv and just play. And uh, that's been... Uh, existed as music therapy for for myself. And then I, I record it and, uh, uh, you know, put on some plugins and stuff and then, uh, and then end up releasing them. And it's like 10, 11 songs, like normally between 40 and 45 minutes. And so I've done 12... Solo piano improvisational records uh, so far, which has been really fun. And uh, with the
1: there's people who don't know anything about our band, just know Steve is a solo improvisational relaxed piano artist. Yeah,
0: and it's and it's cool, man. Like every every couple years, like the it was four years between the first one and the second one that I did, and then uh, 2017, 2018, I did like six of them. Um, Because it only really takes, like, two and a half to three hours of my time to, uh, like, play it, record it, uh, edit it, and uh, upload it and put it out. And, like, the hardest part about it for me is actually coming up with song names. uh, Because with 12 records, that's, like, 125 songs or something. And, like, I try not to call every, you can't call every song, like, oh, this is my song called Calm, you know, like. And so on on uh, on Wednesday I decided to uh, to sit down and do another one It had been over almost 2 years since or yeah almost 2 years since the last one that I put out and uh and I called it Isolation Volume 1 cuz I'm planning on doing at least one or two more uh, uh volumes of this which will be fun and uh I think it's really beautiful like it's it, it helps me just kind of recenter and get emotion out. And then, like, I've heard from my, my sister, uh, plays it for her, her kindergarten class for nap time and stuff. And she's like, Yeah, like the kids are out and, like, you know, one or two songs. And I'm like, That's beautiful because, like, when I was a kid, um, I had trouble sleeping. I still have trouble sleeping. Um, and there was a couple no. solo piano uh, artists. That uh, my mom would uh, play me their CDs to help me like go to sleep, or if I was all rambunctious and stuff to calm me down. And the music therapy stuff is is uh, is really beautiful and you know a, a great way to uh, to just kind of let yourself relax, stay in shape, get, get into a meditative state, and uh, stay in shape. So go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put i what is I'll, it pause, called pause yeah. on this. Uh,
1: Isolation.
0: Yeah, the new one is uh, Isolation Volume One, a collection of piano improvisations, and all. And is there them... a song called Calm on it? Uh, no, there's one called Sh- "Shelter." I forget what the. All my devices are being used right now, so I can't look it up. But uh, oh, yeah,
4: right the song I right now. The, the, great, the great toilet paper
0: dilemma. And I've I've got a uh, I've got a Spotify playlist uh, that I just put together for uh, music therapy, piano improvisations, and stuff. So. If you want to check it out, go there. Wait, so
1: yeah. is your solo piano stuff this on the same artist page as your solo record stuff? Yeah. because Steve also releases his own music.
0: Yes, it is. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's on it's on both of them.
1: Uh, oh, but, there it is. Okay.
0: Yeah, both both of my uh, everything's just under my name, uh, which probably isn't a great idea because you'll get. This very sexually forward, you know, lyric content song right next to a beautiful piano improvisation.
1: <laughs> that would be funny if someone's, like, play Steve Major radio. It's going to be, like, songs to put their baby to sleep and yeah, then, no, like, you no, know. No, but, that, but that's what it is. To, like, I think, songs I think it, to bang, too. <laughs> yeah,
0: songs that are sexually aggressive. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, I, try, I just try to be, like, a one-stop shop for, uh, you know. For everything that you're trying to get into, <laughs> so, you know, I like I get, it. I see different
1: people. Warren's cracking up over there. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna read your track list. Is that okay? Yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to embarrass you. Oh yeah, no. Well, no. I, I'm kind of trying to embarrass you a little bit because it's
0: honestly, I, like, I wouldn't want to come up with these. Honestly, like, I'm really fucking proud of that shit. Like, and I don't, I don't talk about it a lot. I don't really push it out there a lot. Like, I, I'll put it on my my Patreon page, um, and I try to give uh, my patrons their, uh, like, access to the whole thing before it comes out, so they get, you know, pre-release shit. But, uh, but yeah, I'm really proud of them, man. And they, I think they've been getting better and better, and I get a lot of really great responses. But, yeah, read, read the read the track list.
1: Can I read the track list and ask what the inspirations for the track list were? Oh, yeah. And you do have a song called Calm on here, by the way. Oh, I do? <laughs> it's track number four. Oh, great. Okay, so isolation part one makes sense to me. You're isolated because of the virus, and you, you know, had to make something. Yeah. Earl Grey and honey seems like just a tea drink. I was that's, that's a good what I was name, doing right?
0: When, when I was doing it.
1: Okay, house plants. Uh, there are house
0: plants in my living room, and I was like, I'm gonna improv a motif about these house plants.
1: I think that is a good title for like a piano thing, though. Yeah. Uh, it, it does paint a picture the the home is the next are, track are resilient as fuck, by the way they're awesome um, they just won't die pink pink roses and suede
0: that's a uh, that was inspired that's a candle that I have that uh, Warren's girlfriend Oh, okay got that me. makes sense and uh, and so I had it burning I went out for for a cigarette in in the middle of uh, doing that and just kind of looked at the candle and lit it up and sat and smoked a cigarette and then uh, Just took that intention back in and tried to come up with, uh, like, if a candle had a soundtrack, like, what would it be?
1: Okay. Shelter?
0: Shelter. uh, It was kind of like shelter in place and just thinking about, like, how it's nice to have a roof over my head and, you know, a place to call home that I can actually work from and, you know, it's cool.
1: Sweatpants. I was wearing sweatpants.
0: (laughs) Well, I was wearing pajama pants, but... I felt like sweatpants evokes more of a feeling of relaxation and
1: I yeah, all of these are pants. very relaxing. Space pants, yeah. Space pants. Nightlight, that's like a good sleep sort of title.
0: Yeah. I don't have any nightlights, but I was like I was just remembering back to like being a kid and stuff and like the comfort the nightlight can provide. You know, drawn blinds. Uh, uh, my piano set up in front of my uh, a window, <laughs> and the blinds were drawn. Like, they're really, like, on the nose, man. Like, I'm just looking around and, like, trying to play. No,
1: I know. I got it. I got it. But they work. They work for these things. Yeah. And, the, uh, and then comfort food. What were you eating?
0: Comfort food. I ordered uh, from Peninsula Kitchen and Bar in Newport Beach, which was my last show uh, with Henry and Frank before the, uh, the lockdown. Uh, they have uh, they're doing ten dollar food uh, to go orders from there, and so on my way, uh, I went out for a little bit and I, I ordered some stuff online from them, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna get the mac and cheese." So I got mac and cheese, and I was like, "Oh, comfort food, like makes you feel good."
1: Nice. Yeah. All right, so go listen to Steve's uh, new piano record. Yeah, what?
0: I'll post the I'll post the link in the. Uh, I got one.
1: I got one. I got one. Henry, I got one.
2: Um, okay, so, and this is this is cool um, because I, Andrew, I told you about this live record um, a while ago, and and you checked it out, and you were like, "This is so awesome!" It's like the rock and roll Bob Dylan live. Record. Oh yeah,
1: I love that record. Um, so, yeah, I am a too. huge
2: Bob Dylan fan, and uh, I think you should watch the documentary that is on Netflix right now called Rolling Thunder Review, A Bob Dylan Story, and uh, and I, watch, I I think I watched that about three times, uh, just because I watched it the first time and I was like, I need to watch it again, maybe I'm just biased because I just love Bob Dylan that much, but I highly recommend watching it just in general uh, if you're a music fan because there's just a lot of cool like never before seen footage on it and a lot of cool information about this this tour that he did where he put this like this band together and uh it was kind of like his return to playing live music um he hadn't really done a proper tour in about eight years previous to that because he was doing this massive arena tour Uh, after going electric in the mid-60s and then got burnt out and then got in a motorcycle accident and was just pretty much doing stuff in the studio, doing one-off stuff. And then, uh, yeah, and then he put this thing together where he was playing, like, community centers and theaters with this awesome band of all these great uh, folk and and blues and country musicians. And uh, he actually has uh, David Bowie's guitar player, Mick Ronson, Who's on um, Ziggy Stardust and a few other uh, classic David Bowie records, uh, playing lead guitar. So I would f- first of all recommend this Rolling Thunder Review documentary, and then also if you haven't heard it, go to. Uh, it is called the Bootleg Series Volume Five: Rolling Thunder Review by Bob Dylan, and it is a. Uh, it's like a two-hour live record of like Bob Dylan like singing his ass off like actually singing, not just going "Uh, uh, uh," like actually singing and like it's rock and roll as hell. Like it's so rock and roll. It's so awesome and...
1: Yeah, he did. The arrangements are like completely different of his songs, right? completely different. Completely different.
2: It's like all the... And there's distorted like rock electric guitars and like this like Mick Ronson's like ripping guitar solos and there's like pedal steel and fiddle and the drummer has this crazy unorthodox style and the whole band is just killing and it's just a The way
1: you sort of described it to record. me uh, was if the band took a bunch of cocaine yeah. and then backed up Bob Dylan, <laughs> and I think yeah, that's kinda, the perfect yeah uh, the perfect and they, and description. They,
2: yeah, and they only played Bob Dylan songs. Like they like not not that the band didn't write great songs, uh, and I love the band as well. <clears> but <throat> uh, I think it's really cool to hear these arrangements of stuff because it it for me it sort of debunks a lot of myths about bob dylan like i think there are like some really like just clinically like like uh fundamentally good performances on this and a lot of people uh, give bob dylan a lot of flack because they don't like his voice and i think at least give this a chance um because he he's actually you know uh it's it's just a great performance i think it's a really great record and the documentary is equally good and equally fascinating and um I'm probably going to watch it again because it's (laughs) that good. (laughs) So you should watch it too because it's great.
0: What was that called again?
2: It's called uh, Rolling Thunder Review. Nice. A Bob Dylan story by Martin Scorsese. Awesome. Marty. Marty. It's great. Got, uh, if only just for the cool footage of all of these famous 70s musicians hanging out, like there are so many cameo appearances of all these awesome people throughout the documentary. And then obviously, it, it shows this footage that you've never seen before of him actually doing this concert tour, you know, playing like small theaters basically and doing these. Basically, he never played these songs like this ever after this. So it's like these completely new arrangements of everything it's just it's just awesome i love it really great
1: what about you warren warren we can't hear you lose warren 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 we can't hear your audio i'm trying everything you've said in the past hour has been
0: unhearable (laughs) He just he just said he just fuck. <laughs> I
2: can tell <totally> he <laughs> just
0: said fuck. Yeah, I still can't hear you, bro. Okay, <clears throat>
2: well now he's Warren, Warren's coming back.
0: Warren, Warren picks, picks um back.
4: some Jemez way documentary.
0: Oh, oh. dude, <laughs> did you guys see Warren's uh, uh post of him playing along to Jemez today on? I did. It was dope. It was awesome. I saw, man. but I didn't hear it. I shared it to uh, to our Instagram page because I was very. Nice. happy about
1: it. I did not see it. I saw Henry's uh, Jimmy Page solo and that was really cool. Nice. Thanks. Fuck yeah. Look at all Look at, at, us, that look too, at all of us hear getting never creative and
0: making the best of dire situations.
2: Yeah, I just, you know, just transcribe all the guitar solos I wanted to transcribe and uh... like
0: ever like you worked all the way through uh, your list.
2: I, uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, that's that's <laughs> what I'm going to be working on for the next, however long this is, six, nice. eight weeks or something, It's nice. just primarily trans- transcription yeah. and, and writing new stuff, and also well, working on my new Patreon. Yeah, pages. dude,
0: Woo. I'm so pumped for you, man!
2: That's yeah, awesome. I got a Patreon.
0: And what? What's your uh, What's your Patreon
2: uh, URL? It is uh, Patreon.com/slash Henry James gtr henry james guitar oh nice gtr so that is uh if you want to check out what i'm doing gonna be putting up some some fun stuff in uh the next coming weeks and uh doing some exclusive content on there and uh you know, if anybody is a fan of my playing and wants to kind of a behind the scenes, Hey, there he is. Hey, behind the scenes, look at, at what I do or, or just kind of see what I do more as my own solo artist. Um, yeah. it is there Yo. and, uh, any support is greatly appreciated, uh, especially in this time. And I've already gotten a few very generous, um, patrons, which is really cool and really exciting. And I'm really pumped nice. about Congrats. it. And yeah, man, it's, uh, it's helping with a lot of my anxiety about this situation. Absolutely, and, uh,
0: man, Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's if, really nice. If you guys listening want to, uh, uh, we'll we'll post in the description here, and uh, I'll, I'll throw up some links on the uh, on the Facebook and Instagram Fuck. feeds uh, for uh, Henry's and uh, and my Patreon as well, which would be cool. Because it's a, All it's All right, a war. Reason. Are you back? War.
3: war. Yeah, Welcome I'm back. back. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. I'm not using my headphones now. Um, they actually – whatever you're using right now sounds way better yeah, than what you've been using the <laughs> <time>. Awesome. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, that's good to know. Um, okay, the thing that I was going to bring out that I've been doing is I've actually been going through all of my records. Did we lose me? You
1: no, you're still, no, no, still there. Oh, cool. No. Okay.
3: Um, I've been going through again. all my records and I've been listening to them one by one and uh the funny thing about my record collection is uh it's organized alphabetically which is i i think a sacrilege to some people who collect records but um it's been really cool and i've been putting everything into a spreadsheet and i've gotten through 32 of them and um it's just really cool to go through like i feel like it's easy to get caught up into listening to the same records and not going through and like finding stuff. And especially like with the way you have them organized, it's easy to bypass some cause they're at the end of the shelf and you never actually really go there. And so um, me and my girlfriend Erica decided to just go through every single record um, as long as this isolation lasts when we have time and, gone through 32 of them That's and awesome. uh, yeah it's been awesome and and it's cool because now I have a list so when I go to a store I can like see everything and I can know oh I need to get this because I feel like every time you go to a record store you draw a blank of what you want to get and now I have like a list of like oh here's my inventory
1: wait so. can I ask a question why are people sticklers about if it's in alphabetical order or not yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask that too like, I don't know. I've n i I. I feel like I've
3: never met anybody who does alphabetical order. I feel like it's always alphabetical but by last name. Where I'm doing alphabetical by straight alphabetical.
0: By by artist name. <laughs> what? Right? So like so Ali like Green Tom is Petty A, is T. Tom Petty is like, T like no,
3: like yeah, yeah. Tom Petty is T whereas sorry Steve, it's hard for me to hear you without my um my headphones in anymore. Um yeah, like Tom Petty would be instead of P or like David Bowie is in a D section mm. instead of a B section for
2: Bowie.
0: Oh well, yeah, it's, it's not the DMV, man. Like, I, I feel like everybody
2: does it that way. Do you guys do it that way? I don't. No, I I do it by last name.
3: And oh. I'm pretty sure every record store has it by last name. Yeah. Well, but they also yeah. have I, it by,
0: by like genre, too, right? That's, don't record it, store, that's It's like, records. oh, yeah, this is the jazz section. It's going to have David Benoit. Like, under B for Benoit, like
3: yeah, they're... but I, I don't separate like genre. I just have them all together. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's just kind of that's also for people who categorize their
4: records because all my records are not categorized. They're just sitting there, and yeah. half of them are in my closet because I don't
3: have enough room to put all my records on my shelf. So,
1: and Warren definitely go. has the biggest collection out of
3: everyone, right? Uh, I think so, and I think I mean I've been through thirty. I probably have two hundred or three hundred records, and I feel like that's not even like. There's people out there who like scoff. They're like, oh, I have, I have thousands. <laughs> like remember oh, yeah. that guy we met in uh, Sweden that you and Steve went over? Oh to his, yeah, yeah. You guys went up to his record. Collection. Oh yeah. He had, like that was, thousands that, or that something. Was a fun
0: night.
1: Yeah, he had like literally like a library. Cool. Full it was, of CDs, the entire house. It was like a yeah. bunch of rooms. It was like final records in every room, on every shelf. It was crazy. And
0: memorabilia and and uh, yeah, everything, man. But it was like wall to wall bookshelves of just records and CDs and everything. It was awesome. I forgot that guy's name. <laughs> he <Yeah>. was
1: like, <laughs> "Now your record is on my shelf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was also uh, so serious about it all. That was Do you also that the first time of that we speakers, heard. That's you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that that night was also the first time that we heard uh, the "Take Me Higher" record on vinyl.
1: Yeah, yeah, that "Take Me, Me Higher" High record cool. came out, and then um, we got it in Europe. Yeah. So we, did. we didn't. We, we listened to the test pressing here, though. I didn't listen to the test pressing. Really? Yeah.
0: No. Oh. Well. We, we didn't listen to it on, like, an, on an actual, like, I I did, I never listened to it on an actual, like, great sound system. This guy had, like, bitchin' speakers, man. So, like, when we, we ended nice. up getting up to his apartment and stuff and he put it on, like, at first I was like, ah, oh, fuck, like, we're now the dudes playing our own music at a party, but somebody else put it on. Uh, so I'm not that mad about it because it also sounds fucking great. And I haven't heard it before through a real system.
1: Yeah, I remember me and Steve like not talking to anyone at the party the whole time because we were just listening to the record. And once for, it was over, it was like, okay, uh, yeah. now let's hang out. Oh, that's funny,
0: Steve. Your your
4: video is gone. Is it still there? Is that? I'm still not for me. I think uh, I see them. it's just for certain people.
1: So, okay. anyways, so ready. go out and watch some stuff. Yeah, go, go out. watch yeah. some stuff. Listen, listen, listen to your records. Stuff. Go vote for us at the Classic Rock. Uh, Track of the Week, is that what called? Yeah. Tracks of the Week. Track of the Week. Um, we have it posted all over our social media. Go vote for us. We, we came in second now to... What's the song called? Sex, Strokes, and, and, and Rock and Roll. Sex, Strokes, and Rock and Roll. It's so cliche. I'm sure the band's great. I'm just kidding, but... Uh, we were in the lead for a second and I think the Brits woke up and yeah, then yeah. all voted for their favorite band. That's, that, that,
0: that's the thing about time changes. We were, we were like, oh yeah, we got we got a chance and then everybody else woke up and we we're like, ah.
1: I still have a snapshot yeah. of us winning and that's all I'm going to post on social media. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, no, but go vote for us. Go listen to our new song, Miss Carolina. Oh, Miss Carolina. It's on YouTube right now. That's the only place it's on right now. And then we're going to share it officially next week. But for you podcast listeners, you can go. We're going to have a bunch of stuff coming up here. I think we can announce it on the podcast because podcast listeners uh, are few and far between. So our new album is going on sale on Friday. Pre-order. Or pre-order. Yep. But we're going to release the artwork. We're going to release what's available in the pre-order packages. We're going to let people start buying stuff. We've already ordered a bunch of stuff. So, did we get the final order in? Yep. yep. Should we tell people we're gonna we're, we're gonna tell them on Friday? So yeah, we we no, just don't, ordered. Don't leak everything. Uh, yeah, but it's the podcast. So the podcast oh. is only leaking it to, this super fan, so. okay we'll leaking to it. the super fans. So I'm okay leaking to the super fans because who's gonna dog. do? Get that we going. got all, last time we had 100 red Take Me Higher vinyls. This time we have all translucent blue vinyls yeah. for everything that we're selling They're online. They're going to be so sick.
3: Oh, that's, hey, that's, that's you, man. one thing going through my record collection that I really appreciate is coming across a record. That is not just black. I'm like, yeah. oh, I love coming across colored vinyl.
1: And that is not true as to what we will be selling in Europe. Is that correct? We're going to be selling black vinyl in Europe? Yep. The only the only way you can get the blue vinyl
4: is off of our website. And if the pre-orders sell out, then
1: they sell out.
4: They sell so out. you better get it while you can.
0: Yep.
1: We might do a bunch of limited releases of this, because I think they're super cool. I love doing colored vinyl. So. Yeah. Um, and then we might do a colored vinyl release in Europe, or we might do a re-release of this with a couple of other things <laughs> in it. So I have a lot of cool ideas that I'd love to do with this record. So, and And for the podcast listeners, our artwork
4: is almost just as cool as the whole record and so i'm super stoked to be releasing that artwork uh later this week and i hope everyone's stoked on it uh i think it's really cool and it's probably the most personal and well done artwork that we've done as a band ever Uh, just from the circumstances that 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 are in the artwork
1: the image itself and the, the the work that went into it so um, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. We could tell more stories about the artwork <clears throat> next week after everyone's seen it. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah. It's really exciting to be releasing this record. We've had it in the can for almost six months now, right? Or mm-hmm. yeah. that's not true. That
4: long? No. No, it's been four
1: well, we Okay, four months. Now. Yeah. And so well, we've been maybe writing it for six months, let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We started yeah. writing, writing it's been in done in September, yeah. It's been done for four Two months. Two and a half. Really? It's yeah,
2: been done. i like, Don't ask me
1: any timelines it's, it's that it's I'm just wrong about though, every, day. A month and a half.
2: Tracking stuff yeah. in
1: January. Well, um, when we were done. Yeah. We,
0: we, were, Anyways, we were we got, doing mixes when uh, when we were before we got to Austin, like
1: final. Like yeah. That, that is true. That was like. A month ago or something. I remember yeah, when we could we just got- drive across the country all willy-nilly and uh, <laughs> no one was going to stop us at every border and we can uh, go outside and talk to each other? Those were the we days, guys. Shows. Yeah. yeah. We can go on cruise ships. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. we got as How many loves
3: gas stations as we can find. Bah, I got an email oh, today.
1: Wendy's. I got an email today Wendy's. that was like "buy one get one free" Skittles at Loves, and I was like, "Man, <laughs> why aren't we on tour? I could be getting a free pack of Skittles right now. <laughs> you could be making money." Well, and honestly, know, like, like, like right
0: now, we've, <laughs> if if all if all had gone as planned, we'd be coming home from Austin right now. So, yep, right?
1: yeah, yeah. And then I think we have some events still on Facebook, but none of those events are good right now. The only thing that's on the horizon is the European tour, and we still don't know exactly what's going on with that. So we're going to, we will find out as as stuff happens. Yeah.
0: We're, we're, we're going to, uh, it's all go as planned, and we will take things in stride as uh, the days progress and
1: stuff. But. Anyways, yeah. that's a podcast. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. Go watch some stuff. Go listen to Steve's solo record. Go watch Bob Dylan's ZZ Top yeah. and Quincy Jones. Go check out yeah. Henry's and Patreon. Stay, and, and, stay and stay safe, yeah. everybody.
4: Stay healthy. Go listen to safe. your own
1: records. Yeah. Like your own records? Fine. Like your own You're record
3: own. collection. Oh, okay. I was like, what your own, are you talking own records, about? I think, think I'm going to do Go that. Listen, listen, listen to your records. own records, I'm brother. Because
2: I want to see how many records I actually have because I know I have yeah i don't I don't think I have as many as you do but I know I have a good amount so I think I'm gonna do that
3: do it dude yeah and whip that's open it whip open do. an excel document and throw it into that and I know yeah. that's a pretty good idea list. yeah that's just the weird part of me that likes excel though uh, I love my you spreadsheets weirdo. bro so
2: weird
4: it take me just as long to start an Excel document as it would to listen to all my records
0: <laughs> I do numbers bro yeah
1: numbers yeah so you must easier. suck at I can excel. Do it on my phone laying <laughs> on my floor I don't like it either. <laughs> spreadsheets or Excel? I like. Uh, well, I guess I, like I guess
3: chaos. spreadsheet. Yeah, I just like using Excel <laughs> for my spreadsheets. But spreadsheets, I guess, is the yeah the generalization. Yeah, I does like, Excel do more than like spreadsheets?
1: Numbers? Excel does a whole bunch of shit. Cool. I'm going to call this. Yeah. Yeah, you need to stop talking about Excel and Google Sheets and <laughs> spreadsheets on our rock and roll people podcast. Yeah, we need to call oh, this yeah. podcast. Oh so yeah, back to my
3: Excel spreadsheets.
1: spreadsheets you tried so Google right Sheets, right it's universal. It even works with Linux.
4: <laughs> you can even take dryer sheets. <laughs> oh, I can smell food yeah. from my kitchen. Yeah,
0: dryer sheets. Nice callback, War. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Gross. Yeah. All, All
0: right. right. Well, everybody stay safe, wash your hands, be good to each other, social distance, and uh, get wrecked.
1: We'll get wrecked time. and put it online so we can all see it. Yeah. fun, man. Everything.
0: Like, do some shit and tag us in it. We'd love to see what yeah. you guys are up to. All right. Do it. See you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you, everybody.